Amen. Before anything else, I'd like to welcome you to your first semester. It's a privilege to see you once again. But I'd like us to close our eyes before I start anything. Begin to speak to the Lord. Tell the Lord, Father, even as the word is coming to me, may it transform my life. I don't want to leave here the same as I can. May your word transform my life. Even as your word is truth, may it transform my life. Here comes heaven on earth. The kingdom of God is here. He comes heaven on through me. I'm his vessel on earth. We sing it one more time. He comes heaven on earth the kingdom of God is here. comes heaven on earth through me on his blessing on earth. Here comes heaven on earth. The kingdom of God is here. And he comes heaven on earth through me. I'm his vessel on earth. And so, our Father, Lord Jesus, we thank you for today. Thank you for bringing us here once again. As children, as your people, as your disciples, we are grateful for bringing us here together once again. Even as we listen to the word you have for us, our prayer is that, Father, you will transform our life. Use me as a vessel for your people. That after hearing your word, they may know what you have for them. In Jesus' name, we have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. We can rightly have our seats. I'm allowed to come down, right? Definitely. Okay. Uh. It's with a singular honor that I have to give you what I'm about to give you. But let's take it from somewhere before we get to another place. Amen. I want us to open our Bibles or turn our Bible to the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. 
So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Please, I'd like you to take notice of the fact that God created man in his own image. Hallelujah. God created man in his own image. That is the first thing I would like you to note in this scripture. But after here, I want us to go to the book of Psalm 8. Psalm, the number 8. O Lord our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens and the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than angels. This is why I want all of us to concentrate on. You have made him a little lower than the angels. And you have crowned him with glory and honor. So in the book of First Genesis, sorry, Genesis chapter 1 verse 27, the Bible makes us understand the fact that we were created in the image of God. Right? We were created in the image of God. And if someone says you've been created in my image, it means you look like me. When I say you look like your father, you are of your father's image. That means you look like your father. So now the Bible is making us understand that when the initial thought of God, when God created man, the purpose of man or how man was, was he was made a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor. So we can say that the very first man God created was with glory and honor. And the man looked like God. Am I right to say that? Am I right to say that? Okay, so now let's go to Genesis chapter 5. Let's analyze something here in Genesis chapter 5. Now, this is the book of the genealogy of Adam. In the day that God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. So, in the very first day that God created Adam, Adam was made in the likeness of God. Let's continue. He created them male and female, blessed them, and called them mankind in the day they were created. And Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness after his image and named himself. What I want us all to take from here is that the very initial thought of God was that he created man to be in his own image. But here we understand the fact that when it got to Adam, Adam brought out someone from Adam's own image. Do you understand? Like, do you get it? And I'm encouraging. Should I say it again? So first, 
God has created Adam in his own image. I think what we should expect is Adam should bring forth something in the, someone from the image of God or because if I've created you to bring out someone from my image, because I've created you in my image, I'll be expecting you to bring forth something from my image. But the book of Genesis chapter 5, 1 to 3 is telling us that Adam, when A got to him, he brought out someone in his image after his own likeness. Then we can say that something had occurred, which we all know. Something occurred in the garden of eden where man lost the initial thought that god created him to be am i right to say that so if god has created me in his image and i don't bring forth someone's image i'm bringing a new breed do you understand it's a new breed after my own likeness and after my own image and then we can say that there are some hitches somewhere around creation. What we are experiencing now is not the initial thought of God. Now God created you in his own image. So you should, you should, you have the image of God. That was initially. We've been made to understand the fact that we were made just little lower than the angels and we were crowned with glory and honor, but we've lost it. Because when Adam was about bringing forth, he brought forth people from his own likeness and his own image. Believers, the process through which mankind can get back to the original state from which God built, created, produced, formed mankind is called discipleship. Because if we've been made to understand the fact that this is how we were created, but because of something we did, do you understand? Something is not as this other womb, but now we all, we are part, we've fallen short of the glory of the Lord. That means that we need to go back to the original state we were created in. Am I lying? We should go back to the original state the Lord himself created us in. And that process through which you would go back to what God created you to be is called discipleship. Amen. Because when you look at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse I don't know if it's 45 or something. It makes us understand the fact that Jesus Christ was called the last Adam. SSS. Am I wrong? We call Jesus the last Adam, right? And we've been made to understand the fact that if, let's say, I tell you that this is the last me you see. This is going to be the last me that you see. Meaning there was a first. Right? There was a first. And now I'm the last. After me, you won't see anyone like me again. So if I have this book and I'm telling you that I'm giving this book to everyone, but when Veep came, this is the last. So I'm telling you that this is the last book. So take a critical look at it so that when you go, you do what? 
you get the same book and use for yourself because that's what everyone here is using. That makes us understand the fact that, yes, indeed, Adam was created in the image of God. If you had seen Adam, you would have seen God. That means that Jesus is the Adam that man was supposed to be that man was not. Do you understand? Jesus is now the Adam man was supposed to be. How Jesus lived his life was the way Adam was supposed to live his life. Because he is the last Adam. That means the first one could have done what the last one had done. But because of something the first one couldn't do, the last one had to come in and do it for the first one. Like, like do we understand it? So now if you are saying that how Jesus lived was the way man was supposed to live. Recall all what we said Jesus had done. That is what you were supposed to do. That is who you are. How Jesus was is who you are supposed to be. That Jesus we all look up to. That Jesus, our high priest, the like Jesus lived. How he went about doing good. How he went about preaching the word. is the same thing we as believers are supposed to do. But the issue here is that our first Adam, who was supposed to pave way for us to do that same thing, did something else. So we were created from, from someone who had fallen short. So we all had fallen short. Now there's a new Adam who is Jesus Christ. Whatever Jesus Christ has done is what we are supposed to do. And believer, the truth is, what the process through which you can gain your glory and honor, the process through which you can become a little bit lower than angel, crowned with glory and honor, is through discipleship. When I say discipleship, someone will ask, so what is discipleship? Discipleship is the transformation of man from its old self to its new self. Hallelujah. It's the transformation of man from being alike with Adam to someone who is alike with Christ. So I don't know if you are comfortable with the life you live right now, but me, I don't think I'm comfortable with it because that's not what I was created for. Amen. So now I'd like to take you through the process. If you are saying that transformation from the old self to the new self is through a process called discipleship, then how can one be truly transformed from being alike with Adam to being alike with Christ? First and foremost, I'd like to talk about doctrine. Doctrines are a set of beliefs that guide people. Amen. When Jesus came down, he was teaching. And then there was something in particular the Lord Jesus was teaching his people. But in our generation now, the truth is we've, we've been made to... I don't know how to, I don't want to be harsh, 
But it's like we've been made to follow people rather than Jesus. It's the truth. We've been made to follow people rather than Jesus. Because if not, if I should take one person from AGC, I should take one person from Gamsu, I should take one person from Pensa, I should take one person from Rosa, I should take one person from Nuji, I should take one person from Noobs, what? Packs, six packs. If I should take all these people and I should ask them what is salvation, I'll get different answers. That's the truth. ADCM person will brothelize it for me. Like, you know, salvation is, um, according to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, salvation is, um, you know, salvation. And the Pentecost, I want to, <laughs> the way the pencil person will do the, you, you understand, like you get, the way the pencil person will put the explanation of salvation, the truth, what I'm coming at is that there's a possibility we are not getting the same answers from each and everyone, because we tend to, to turn our focus from what originally is supposed to be thought. And now man is following man. Do you understand? Because imagine Mary can say that you can give birth without doing the thing. And Mary is right. Am I lying? So it could have been something Mary could have preached. Are you getting me? That, oh, the Holy Ghost can impregnate you. Then you give birth. Then you give a God Himself will name the child. So now where we are going, we are not part of people. All I'm driving at is that nowadays people are using their lifestyle to preach instead of using what the Lord Jesus Himself had already laid down. So we attend to now follow man. Rather than following the doctrines of the Lord. Acts chapter 2 verse 42. And the people continued in the apostles doctrine. Fellowship. Breaking of bread. They followed what? The apostles what? They followed the apostles what? They didn't follow the apostles life. Are you getting it? So at high time. We as believers. Go back to visit the Bible and learn the doctrines for ourselves rather than following man. It's high time. Because I wouldn't be surprised the Lord would say that I don't know you. And it's true, He doesn't know you. Why? Because you weren't following Him. You were following someone else. Paul said something. He said, I can't quote it like verbatim, but He was saying something like, whether you are an Apollo, uh, whether you are this or this for Apollos, whether you are for me, it doesn't count. It is Jesus Christ that we I'm not saying that don't go for your prayer, this one, the ones that you've been doing there, you can't. But we have to stop following man and now follow God. Hallelujah. 
Because when you read the stories about Jesus Christ, it continues to tell us that, and the Pharisees were worried about the doc. They were worried about what Jesus was, was telling the disciples. They were worried. They were, they, they were not worried about like they were not too worried about maybe Jesus is healing. Jesus is. They were worried about what was being said to the disciples. That means that there's more weight in truth than there is. In the gifts that you are looking at. Do you get me? There's more weight in what you know than what, like the gift that you are looking after. But do we understand? Believe you me, I'm not saying we, we are perfect. That Jesus son, you follow no or something. But it's about high time we follow Christ. Yeah, someone is asking, so doctrine, doctrine, doctrine. How can I know that this is a good doctrine? How can I know that this is a false doctrine? You know, when we talk about doctrines, doctrines come in three folds. It's in the life of Christ. The life Christ lived. And we can read from Matthew to what Christ, the life he lived. Do we understand? Secondly, we can see it from the life of those who were in the Old Testament. Do we get? And thirdly, we can see it from the apostles' lifestyle. Anything outside the three has has a place. You can vet it. Anything outside the three, you can. I'm not saying revelation and all those things, they are not good. They are good. But doctrines, the life of those in the Old Testament, the life Jesus lived, the life the apostles lived, these three things are the only things that can build you into truth for you to gain that knowledge. Anything aside this three should be vetted. You know, but right now, we've, we've been made to, I don't know how to explain this, but we've been made to look out for other things presenting themselves as Christ, which is not. We've been made, the men of God nowadays, there's pressure. On them to bring out new things. Rema, like, I've heard this new, I've come to teach about how, how the Lord will open your eyes for you to see 12 dimensions of, like, we have, like, the holy, the way, give me one, maybe, mysteries of. Mysteries of what? Tell me, tell me, tell me what you're saying. Mysteries of big words, anakazo. Yeah, it's not the one, the anakazo, like the Lord has opened my eyes. We have to learn these new things, the way you can. How to receive answers in five minutes. 
how the Lord can open your eyes for you to see demons, the demons, the demons holding you. How the Lord can open your eyes for you to, you get, you understand. I'm not saying a win here, but that was not what Jesus was teaching the people. Jesus was teaching kingdom business. He was teaching them about the kingdom of God. He was teaching them about the word. The apostles were teaching the people, like if you listen to what the apostles were teaching, they were teaching things all about Christ. They were teaching like Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. Of the doctrine of baptism, of the laying of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. Look at the foundations that the word of God is telling us not to lay again. These are the foundations that every denomination should build upon nothing else. These are the only things that we should teach our people. These are the only things that they should stand firm on. These are the only things that our people must know. You can know the spiritual gifting and the, yeah. He will add it to it for you. But these are the kind of foundations that the Lord is telling us not to lay again. So you are not coming to give. They've already talked about the doctrine of baptism, the laying on of hands. They've told us about the resurrection of the dead. You don't have to go and come and say anything again. That is the more reason. I mean, I'm not seeing a Muslim that will come and say that. I won't say. Some of you, I don't trust tomorrow, precision. Muslims are this. Then they'll come and take me to chaplaincy board. With this my height. I'm going to answer questions. Hallelujah. But do we, do we understand what I'm saying? There are already things that the Lord himself wants believers to be built on. There are foundations that every believer... When we say repentance from the dead, like, how do you understand? Only... And it's not her fault that she doesn't know. We've not been taught. Do you understand? They are teaching us about... Uh, how to make wealth in do you understand there are some foundations that every Christian am I lying you know the thing that you read am I lying so you let's vet some of our men of God like creep we can vet creep do you understand we can vet my, my father is here my father is here we can vet former SSS you get we can vet them because the thing that come in the Bible, like, you see, the, the problem is we, the church, we don't know. So when someone comes and a person is saying, now you're sorry, ah, hallelujah. Like, I've seen that the Lord has, I've seen that I've seen that there's, there's a passport, like the Lord himself has given you a passport, like the Lord himself wants to take you, then, and, and, and the people are knowing do you get? Like you understand. What God wants the people to know 
They don't know. So Christians are not growing. Christians are not growing. Because we tend to take our focus from the things the Lord himself has told us to learn. And we are focused, uh, uh, and it will be a preacher. Now I come from a thousand. It I'm in the same hairstyle. I'm in the same shoe. Then when they are coming, Papa. No, she like. Hallelujah. You understand? You get. Ask yourself these people, are they following Christ? Or are they following the man of God? Believe you me, some of the people following the people, they don't know anything. It's true. They don't know anything. I don't want you to be like that. God doesn't want AGCM to be like that. No more. We will follow Christ. We will learn the doctrine. We will learn so that when someone else comes from outside, the person will know that, no, no, no. It's just like the people in the book of Acts. Because we are doing the same thing these people were doing. We are not doing anything contrary to what the Lord himself has told us to do. Amen. We will learn. We will learn the doctrine. Because in the word of the Lord, the gifts will come. You see, when you stay in the word of God, other gifts will do what? They will come. But if I tell you to read your Bible, like come and let's do Bible studies, will you come? But if I tell you, come and let me open your eyes. I want to open your eyes. From today, you will see the fourth realm. The sixth realm. Like, and you Gabriel himself will come and talk to you. Some of Be honest. Teacher will come. I know what teacher has been doing. Teacher will come because I've come to open her eyes. But the foundation through which her eyes will be open, she doesn't know. The word of God can open your eyes. But do you know why when you read a word you don't understand? I just feel like saying this. It's not part of mine, right in here. But I just feel like, do you know why? Do you know why sometimes when you read the Bible, it's like, oh, Kaya. So, someone will come and say, Ephesians chapter 4, and the Lord opened my eyes and I saw that this was the meaning of the words over there, but, oh, Kaya. I said, children, obey your parents in the Lord. Like, the normal English, you understand. Like, you don't understand why people can say, I see this, I see that the scripture is trying to mean this, but you, anytime you read it, the grammar pen, you are seeing. The word of the Lord is truth. Do we, do, we, do we understand that the word of the Lord is truth? Because the word is Jesus. Jesus is truth and life. Truth is not read. Truth is revealed. It is the spirit of the living God that can reveal the word to you. Believe you me, if you ask this, maybe I'll do what? 
Believe you me, if you read the word of the Lord and you ask the Spirit to reveal it to you, that's where he will reveal the truth inside to you. You get, you understand. Like, are you getting something? Are you following me? Imitate me as I imitate Christ. The Bible didn't say, Paul said, imitate me. The emphasis was that imitate me as I imitate Christ. Some of us, as spiritual fathers, should I say, should I go there? I should go in. It's okay. So the spiritual fathers, they are good. But a spiritual father should allow you to follow Christ. You know, a spiritual father should be able to let you know Christ. Because the Bible makes me understand that when someone was asleep, he heard a voice, someone, someone. And then he ran out to Ellie and said, have you heard that place before? Like, I've heard my name. Ellie said I'm not the one. Second, Ellie said I'm not. Ellie perceived that who? God was calling someone. Do you know what our generation would have done? Ellie would go and ask God, God, are you calling Samuel? Do you understand? There are certain things you yourself can do with God that you don't need a medium to do. There's so many things that you yourself... Percy, <laughs> what is God saying? Percy, have you seen something about me? Percy, what is the Lord saying? You've been doing that. Myself, sometimes I've been doing it. But I've repented because I'm Percy. So, who is Percy going to ask what is the Lord saying? SSS. Missions Director. VIP. What is God saying? There are so many things God can tell you that you don't need a medium to know. It's just that you've limited yourself to the person you are following to hear from, from Christ for you to know. And believe you me, there are things that the Lord may not even tell you because he wants you yourself. It's about time we wake up and learn to follow Christ. Imitate us while we imitate Christ. So many things are there we call doctrines that they fought us that when we look closely into the word of God, they are not supposed to be there. It's about time AGCM we go back to vet everything that we know by reading the epistles, by reading the life of Christ, and by going through the Old Testament to see how it really is. Rather than waiting for someone to come and tell you. Because the truth is, the false doctrines that have already gone into your head, they are errors inside your head. Prayer can't change errors. I'm sorry, prayer, please. But prayer can change error. Something you know which is wrong. It is only the truth 
that can correct it. Do we understand? Something which is wrong is only the truth that can correct it. It's not about the prayer. Yes, the prayer is there. But let's learn to look for the truth. And the truth is the word of God. The prayer is there to support it. But believe you me, I'll be very happy if you join me follow Christ. If you join me, go back to our word of God and look at what God has said rather than what man is saying that God said. Usu ye nipa. O aso. Uwe ni. Nami beti miye But God will meet you at your understanding. You will not go beyond your understanding. He's meeting you based on your understanding. So if your understanding is low, yes, he's merciful. Yes, he can reveal something great. But he'll meet you there. Follow who the road. Amen. Follow who the road. Let us all follow Christ. Let's imitate Christ rather than imitating someone. Please. This one is on my heart. Those people that the fact that you can pray 12 hours doesn't mean the person who is praying the one hour is not spiritual. A Christopher Pesado. Athletic over. The fact that someone is praying 16 hours, you are praying 16 hours and the person is praying one hour, doesn't mean the person is spiritual. Believe you me, God is taking all of us somewhere. We have different offices. We have different places that the Lord is taking us to. Maybe the Lord is taking me to the field of academia. Maybe the Lord is calling you to be an apostle. The kind of training that the Lord will give an apostle is different from the training you will give an academia. Let's be careful. But the fact that you say I see, I see pressure. Or I see. But the fact that we are making people feel like they are not spiritual because we think we can carry the whole kadaba koshadabali ata retetebe koshadaba redebeki. It will shock you that your 12 hours, what your 12 hours is doing, the person's one hour can do more than your 12 Based on the kind of preparation the Lord is preparing you all for. Be careful. You didn't call somebody. God called somebody. God called all of you. If there are things that we all should do to enhance our growth, we will do. What I say? I hope I didn't step on anyone's toes, though. Like even if I step on your toes, you can't do me anything. Do you understand? Let's be very careful on how we make people feel, because the person is following Christ. When the person goes into his closet, you don't know what the person is doing over there. Into ultimate ball, to all our slow. I don't know. Oh, oh, by you who say, Obofan in Amuchiba. 
Do you, do you understand me? That's why people are making mockery of us. Because we, we spiritualize everything. It's good. But don't make someone feel less spiritual. Because you, are doing, you think you are doing better. Maybe your better is nothing. As compared to the person's nothing. Hallelujah. First Colossians chapter 1 verse 28 to 29. Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Him we preach. 28. I want it. 28. Him we preach. Warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom. That we may present every man perfect in Christ. This is the goal of discipleship. That by the time. I get to take off my sash. By the grace of God, we should be like Christ. We should pre- pre- present ourselves, even if not perfect as Christ, almost perfect as Christ. Because we want to take the initiative of following Christ. Don't follow me. Follow me, yeah, follow me. But when I say don't follow me, you understand. If you see that someone is going to athletic over, then you see you follow. It's good that someone will call you that let's go and pray. But it's different from follow, follow. Do you understand? We are praying to God that he will help us become like him. Through first doctrine. Through prayer, that we'll pray in line with the truth. Under this administration, we are not going to pray for. Well, unless God says, but we are going to pray that the Lord Himself will reveal Himself to us, that we will know the truth. Rather than thinking about the gifts. So, we are going to tell God that he should reveal himself to us. That we want to know the truth. Believe you me, if our foundation is right, all other things will fall into place for us. Amen. So, we will know the truth and the truth will set us free. And now, my scripture for the theme of the year. Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 to 20. 
verse 19. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. What this is trying to tell us is that we are first going to believe God that he makes us disciples of him. That he transforms us from our old man, the man without glory and honor. The man who is now so lower than angels into a man crowned with glory and honor who is just a little lower just a little lower than angels and when the Lord makes us that way we will go out there and make others the same we'll try our best possible to make sure that the old man that they are the Lord himself will transform them into a new man that is the great mission for us as believers. Believe you me. Christians were not called disciples. It was disciples that were first called Christians at Antioch. It is only a follower of Christ who is a Christian. I leave you with this question. We were asked some days ago, if everyone on campus has the same lifestyle as you, how would the campus be like? Look at your life. If you talk, someone come over to cry. Just ask yourself that question. And then there will be a need for us to get transformed into a better people. Let's kindly be upstanding. begin to tell the Lord something based on what you heard. Open your mouth and tell the Lord something. Many of us, we didn't know that we weren't following the right things. For us, we didn't know. But now we know. And then when there's ignorance, mercy can come in for you. But when you have the knowledge, it will take the Lord himself to grant you mercy. We are telling the Lord that Father, henceforth we will follow nothing by your truth. We that we were made a little lower than angels, crowned with glory and honor, we will take our positions back. Whatever it would take us to follow you, any cost that we have to pay 
just to become like you. Just to become like you. Just to become the origin of what we are. Of where we come from. Help us. Christian bodies on campus that there would be 
generation coming that they will be just like Christ, that they may not be like any other people. We are the Christ-like people. We are the followers of Christ. We will do like Christ. We will talk like Christ. We will sit like Christ. We will, sit, we will speak the word like Christ. We will pray like Christ. We will walk about like Christ. We will be Christ-like people. Talking like Christ, following like Christ, being like Christ in all areas of our lives. 